Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Today is an exciting day. We are beginning our third Mesechta in Seder's Ryan. Mesechta's Demai. Demai is something, a, co- a concept we've alluded to and mentioned a couple of times in Brachos and in Payup, and now we're going to get to it in depth. So, what is Demai? When one has produce, as we've talked about the whole time, and there's so many different gifts one has to give. We've talked about Peyo, we talked about Leket, Shecha, Olos, but the main gifts are the Trumas and Maestro, the tithes. And as the way it would work was, once you have your entire bounty in front of you, you would give first Truma, that goes to the Kohen, you give, again, when we get to Mesechus Truma, we'll discuss how much you give, but the normal amount was a one and fiftieth, that would go to the Kohen. Until you gave that, the food is considered Tevel. Tevel, if one eats it, it's prohibited, and there's what the sages say is Misib De Shemayim. It's actually worse than eating treif, non-kosher animals. Worse than a cheeseburger is eating Tevel. Um, after you give to that Kohen, you then give Meiser to the Levi. The Levi got his Meiser, a tenth of the Levi, and the Levi would give a tenth of that to the Kohen as well. And lastly, there was Meiser Ani and Meiser Sheni, depending on the year. Some years they gave Meiser Ani, and some years they gave Meiser Sheni. So the way the cal- the cycle worked was, it's a seven-year cycle, the se- year seven being Shemitah, and the first, the second, the fourth, and the fifth year, they would give Meiser Sheni, which was money they would bring up, which, excuse me, was the fruits that were theirs, they were allowed to consume, they didn't have to give it to the Levi or the Kohen, but they can only eat it, Bitahara, impurity in Yerushalayim. Or, as we've noted, they can redeem it on a coin, add a fifth onto it, and bring that to Yerushalayim and redeem it there for food and eat that there. And then, in the third, in the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, was Meiser Ani, and that goes to the poor people. And that goes to the poor people. What's Demai? So the concern was as follows. There are people who didn't know the proper halacha, and they knew you have to take off Truma. Truma, which is the most stringent, they would take Truma, but they wouldn't take off the Maestros. And because of that, it was only a minority of people, and it was only a minority of what we call the Amaratzim. And Amarat is someone who is ignorant. What exactly that means, so we'll get to over the course of the Masechta. But someone who was not punctilious in their observance of the of Zrayim, of, of, of Trumas and Maestros, so most of the people still knew you take off Trumas and Maestros, but there was a minority of them who didn't take off the Maestros, and because of that, Chazal instituted a, a, a concept called Demai. Demai comes from the word either Demai, from where, as in your question was, and you got it, Demai, where is this from? Is this from Maestros, or is this from, or, or, or Peiros Mutikanim, fruit that had all the appropriate gifts and tithes taken off from them. Another the possibility is Demai comes to the word Dhamma, similar, as in, it's similar to Tevel, it's similar to untithed fruit. The Dhamma, it's similar to tithe fruit. It's unclear what exactly it is, it's unclear its origins, and because of the murky origins, Chazal instituted that one has to retake off the Miser from Demai, and the Trumas Miser, which is the tenth from the Miser that was given to the Levi and give it to the Kohen. One has to retake those off when they buy it from Nam Arts because of this possibility that there may have been not, they have, the fruit may not have been properly tithed. The, because it's only a possibility, and it, in fact, it may even be a more remote possibility, a minority of the Amaratsim, so the Mesechta is going to introduce various leniencies that emerge when we're only dealing with a suffix, a doubt. The Gemara is also, the Commission is also going to talk about cases where they waived the necessity to take the mice, something we've, that came up already in Mesechta's Brachos in the seventh parak, but that, 
The Kalal is the Roshi Prokim, if you will, the main ideas we need to know when it comes to Demai, and obviously, as this Masech goes on, we'll learn more and more about Demai in depth, and we'll try to fl- flower in, uh, put in various ideas from the Postkim, from the Rishonim. The first Mishnah, Mishnah Aleph, opens up talking about already area, different types of produce and fruits that there are not subject to demai. Meaning, if you were to purchase them from an Amaretz, or you got them from an Amaretz, you do not need to take the demai. And the reason for that is going to be, as we'll see, because these are seemingly fruits that people don't really care about. They grow naturally, and therefore, and therefore they are either hefker, therefore they're considered hefker. And the Mishnah also makes a distinction that in one area in the world, or one geographic location, even in Israel, something can be considered a luxury, or something can be considered a valuable, whereas in other places it's not valuable. And depending on where you are in Israel, Israel's broken into two regions, depending on where you are, if you're in Yehuda or the Galil, so it's going to depend on what the status of those fruits are. Now with that long introduction, let us begin. Hakalin Shed Bidemai. These are fruits that we're lenient and we don't require you to remove, retake the demai, take the demai. Hashisin, wild figs, vaharimin, lotus, vauz, radin, these are called sorb apples, suach, white figs, uvenos shakima, fruit of a hybrid fig tree, vinivolus atmura, windblown dates. These are dates that blew off the tree before they are totally ripe. The ha gufnin and and grapes that are later in the seasons vanitzpa and capers. Don't tell my mother, but all these are considered low quality. They're they, they come by themselves, and therefore they're considered hefker. And therefore, because they're hefker, so we don't require you to take them eye. the Torah Zrayim of Avram Pomeranchik, one a wonderful safe for Anzrayim, and he has another safe for Amik Bracha on other areas of Shas. He points out there's a Yushalmi is actually un- unsure. Yushalmi wants to know, is it that because these things are normally hefker, therefore we never really have to uh, assume that Trumas and Meisters need to take, take, take off them because they're hefker? Or no. That's a suffix. Maybe the, the, uh, the farmer or the owner wanted them. Maybe he didn't. And therefore, normally we do have to re- assume Trumas and Meisters must be taken off them. But here, it's a double suffix. Suffix that he, the farmer may have never wanted them. And even if he wanted them, maybe he actually took off the Trumas and Meisters because, again, the Meisters is only a suffix. And once we're dealing with this three-thirds possibility that there was no need or it was taken off, and a one, th- sorry, three-quarters possibility, it was, and one-quarter possibility that maybe it really needs, so then we're going to be lenient. Moving on, Ubi Yehuda, in the Isra- Israel proper, let's call it that, Ha'og Sumak, Vahomach of Yehuda, it's vinegar from Yehuda, Vahakusbar, coriander, all those things as well, are ones not need to take off the my from. Yehuda Omer, all wild figs are are exempt from Demai, Chutz Michel Dufra, except for Dufra. The Dufra is um, a type of fig that that comes up twice a year, and that's considered more chash if a person does not want to leave that hefker. Kol Harimon and Paturim, Chutz Mirine Shikomna, from the place of Shikomna, a place we came up earlier in Peya. Kol Vino Shikomna Paturim, all fruits of a hybrid tree are exempt, Chutz Minha Mis. Dufos, except for those that came from a tree that are split open. If it came from a tree that's split open, then we again assume the person wants them. Wormano Shakuma is in northern Israel or on, along the coast. Some think it's near Haifa. That's what Rabbi Herzog actually said. Now, if you recall back in Peah, we were discussed then about different Machlokas uh, Beishan Hillel when it came to when it came to the Meiser Sheni and 
overlap with Mazesheni, trying to compare that with the Peya. Excuse me, not Peya. Karamavai, Karamavai. Is Karen Ravai similar to Meiser Shani or not? So, so to here now, we want to discuss what are the um, the overlap when it comes to the demai of Meiser Shani. Meaning, as we no- noted then, there are many areas where Meiser Shani has unique halachos, but we want to know if you have demai that's Meiser Shani, how many of those unique halachos will carry over? How many of those unique halachos will apply also to the demai the same way they apply to the Meiser Shani? So the Mishnah tells us, Hadamai ain't lo chomesh. That the same, that's actually similar to the camera of Vaida, Chogus Besham is Hillel. When you have Demai, that's Maiser Shani, and you want to be pote, and you want to be pote, redeem it on a coin, normal Maiser Shani, when you redeem on a coin, you need to add on a fifth. When it's Demai, you don't need to. They ain't lo beer, there's no shas, there's no time when it's beer. It's not subject to the law of beer that it has to get burnt after the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, cycle, the cycle of the year ends, essentially. Venechel oni. That when one is Meiser Ani, if if Meiser Shani, excuse me, we we say in a bias, we read we read a whole we we read a whole vidoy, and part of it we say we don't eat it when we're an onain. we don't eat it when we are we have a, a meishin mutal fun of someone's close relative died. If you recall, it's the concept that came up in the third parak of Brachos. However, the Maya of Meiser Ani and Onin Kudi v'nichnas Yerushalayim v'yotze. and normal Meiser Shani, once you bring it to Yerushalayim, you can't bring it out again. But this you could. Also, if some of it you know, gets lost in the road, you leave it on the road, you can leave it there, whereas Meiser Shani would take it all because it all has the Kedusha. Normal Meiser Shani, it has to be eaten with Kedusha, with Tahara. And therefore, we don't give it to Amaretz, who's not punctilious and not stringent in the observances of the many various halachas of Tuma and Tahara. We're concerned he's not going to keep be scrupulous in that matter, and therefore, we do not give it to an Amaretz to eat. When it comes to the Maya Meiser Shani, we say yes, we even will give it to Amarti, but provided that you eat the same amount, you, you t- eat the same amount that he's eating. Meaning, you, you make to make sure, and this Chazal wants to make sure you didn't give it all to Amarti, you, you refrain from doing it, although it's allowed, therefore we made you also eat the same amount. And we allow you to, re- to let's say, a person redeems Meiser Shani on a coin, so that coin, they then bring up to Yerushalayim, and they add a fifth, obviously, and they then buy food. They're allowed to redeem that coin on another coin, provided that the coin they're redeeming it on is of greater value. So silver to gold, or bronze to silver. You can't do silver to silver, because that, 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 that's that considered a desecration. But the Mai, we do allow you to do silver on silver, Nechoshes on Nechoshes, and we allow you to do uh, silver, uh, actually bronze, or copper, excuse me, on copper, and furthermore, kesef on the choshes. We even let you do silver on copper. Now, why would you not be allowed to do silver on the copper? So the answer is as follows: When you have a coin that's more that's more readily used, when you have money that has greater currency because it can be accepted in more places, such as silver coins, so then we look at any coins that are of lesser monetary value. Because they're not accepted everywhere, they don't, they don't have the same currency, they don't have the same circulation, we look at that actually not as coins anymore, but as almost like produce, as something you purchase, rather than being a coin. And therefore, normally, you cannot be poda silver onto, onto copper because it's it's a coin onto produce. But however, here, we don't we don't say that. You can also transfer the sanctity of Maishashenat's Demai from copper onto produce. If there's a Peros, then you can redeem back the Peros. Rabbi Meir, uh, these according to Rabbi Meir, no, that 
Yala Paris Vyochlu Yushalayim. Once you redeem the money onto produce, then you're stuck and you have to bring that Paris to Yushalayim. You can no longer redeem it. Again, the point of these two Mishnahis were to show us that because Demai is always a suffix, Demai, where did it come from? There's a possibility, a very strong pro- probability, in fact, it came from t- appropriately tithed. And Matuka and Peros, but because there's just that slight, slight possibility, we therefore we act with Chumrah, we make you retake off the Miser, but that allows us to have the leeway and the room to give us many, many kulos, including the first Mishnayas, different produce that are normally Hefker, and the second Mishnayas, when it comes to being poted to Maya Maiseshani, again, we gave you various kulos where you don't have to do it the same way in which you do Maiseshani. With that, I wish you a wonderful day, and Hatzlacha with Mesechtas Demai.